this has been <laughs> this has been one hell of a year. It's been very different, a lot of changes, a lot of growth, life, death, change, you know, opportunities. Doors opened and closed and relationships and a whole bunch of stuff that's happened this year. And um you know, I noticed that I just hit a one-year anniversary for releasing the podcast. And um, I want to give you a gift just how I gave you a gift last December. This is going to be my gift to you. It's going to be a podcast every week this month. And each topic in the areas that I go into, it will all be centered around having a better year next year and how I'm going to walk you through basically how I break down stuff with myself to get myself to lead to enter the next year with uh, less amount of baggage. You know what I'm saying? So it's really possible and I want to do it. I want you to have help. You know, I want you to know that you're not alone. Like you're not the only person struggling with things. You're not. You're not the only person losing people. You're not the only person gaining and (laughs) gaining in one area you've been wanting to gain and then losing in another area that you thought, damn, I thought I was going to have all of that when I got to this spot. So the name of this episode is Lessons Learned. The good, the bad, and the ugly. (sighs) This is a thing that I do to myself and I teach to my children. I question everything. And I did this thing recently where I said, no, Toya, don't list what they did. You need to be listing how you got in this predicament. You need to be combing through your life. To see how did you get here? It wasn't just one decision, two decision, three decision. It's a series of decisions that always leads back to something that you didn't receive or that you didn't take seriously developmental-wise in those stages, you know, of you being younger. And that's a tough pill to swallow because then it lets you know that some of the hate could have, the hurt could have been avoided, but at the same time, you have to double back and say, hey, it was needed. You know, it's just the same as, you know, I, it, what relationships, I say this often, it's not a loss of time. You know what you don't want, and now you don't ever have to deal with that again. Life is long as hell, yeah. Life is so long, and people make it seem like, you know, it's so short. It's not. It's not. Ask somebody in jail. I told y'all that before. Ask somebody in jail. And they'll tell you that life is very long. You know, a day, 24 hours is very long. Think about the day you found out that someone died or the day you got broken up with. That time was painful. That day felt forever, like forever, you know. And um, there's this thing that I've been mulling over that I want to introduce to you and I want you to try to utilize it in your life I do this thing where I call it emotional time traveling. You know, you go over events that happened and then you comb through the alternate scenarios and the thought patterns and the moments and the things that you didn't see. I put my, myself on a quest to receive 
signs. What were the signs that you received? What were the things that were identical to a very small form of a thing the person did with you? You know? Anything that happens, you saw a small portion of it, but you just wasn't keen. You was blinded by your own desires. So, you know, I really want you to line up your decisions. I mean, not your decisions. Line up the things that you liked or disliked. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And, you know, if you need a paper and a pen, you know, I'm... I'm big on putting my hands on a pennant or a fresh sharpened pencil with paper. I love the sound of it, you know. And then start going over those things that you could have done differently. And not differently in a way where you're ridiculing yourself, but differently in the way of like how the teacher will give you a test and then she'll give you the test back and let you create it. I mean, let you check it. Because when you check it, you're going to visibly see yourself what's wrong. And then you're going to, there's a chance that you might forever know that that's wrong after seeing it that way. You know, so that's what I want you to do. I don't want you to. I don't want you to go anywhere near you being a victim. Mm-mm. This happened to me. They did me wrong. How did you get there, babe? How did they even have access to you? That's I, I started asking myself that. Stuff would happen and how did this always happen to me? Why are you so open to anybody and everybody? Why? Are you oversharing? Is that what puts you in a predicament? Do you know that um, one day I said something and I felt like, oh, I felt like I overshared. Like I didn't need to say that. And um, I looked it up because I'm like Queen Google. I looked it up to see why people share. Overshare is because they're yearning for some sort of intimate connection. Now that I know that, there's no way I'm going to try to get that fake, fake, not real, fake, fake interaction with someone that I'm rearranging everything that I'm seeing to feel like I have intimacy with this person when I don't. And not intimacy like physical, I mean like emotional, like, you know, like those things. And um, I think... I think that was one of my turning points, looking at that and thinking, why did I do that? You know, so you're going to go all of the, go over all the good things and you're going to pull out gratitude and you're going to pull out lessons. Whenever you get hurt, you look back at it. What was the lesson? Don't let the lesson be, I'm not going to give anybody anything anymore. That's my lesson. Never be that nice. People take it for your weakness. No, you just being nice to the wrong people, man. You're not operating in discernment. That's why this is happening, you know. And then you look at the bad and the ugly, and you do the same thing. And pull out the good. I rearranged everything. I said when I when I was talking to someone, I said everything that happened in my past, I went back to it and talked to it. I went back to it and I looked at it and said, he only treated me like that because he, you know, because I let him and because he was hurt a certain way, you know. Or this person responded out of this person responded out of pain. You know, 
That's why they did what they did. No excuses, but understanding. Because when you understand that it's not personal, it's just not personal. Even though it's specifically done towards you, it's still not personal. You know? And by going over the good, the bad, the ugly, the lessons learned, you're then basically telling the universe that you want to move to the next step. I want to be elevated in this area now because of the way I chose. So I think I think um, I think that benefits you greatly to go over things and to revisit them and say, hmm, this happened. This wouldn't have happened if I would have just done this, you know. Or like my youngest son's closet. Um, it was messy. He's generally a, a neat person. And the closet was messy because he just wanted to hurry up and leave out, go to my mom's house or whatever. And when it was time to clean it, he was like, oh, my God, it's taking forever, blah, blah, blah. He was whining, a whole bunch of stuff, saying he was tired. Well, babe, when you stole time earlier, you know, about 10 days ago, that's about 10 days of you throwing stuff in your closet because you don't want to really clean. And you can't afford to use... Act as if just because you made it through another day, it doesn't mean that your yesterday didn't exist and you aren't going to see the results of your yesterday. You're going to see the results of all those days piled up into one day, one moment. And um, he just looked and he said, so I put stuff in the closet for 10 days? Yeah, that's it's been about 10 days that you had to be throwing this to have this magnitude of stuff in the closet it had to be around that time you know and then you have to stop and when he felt bad about doing it I stop him and I tell him you need to think about the lessons learned that you learned from it so you won't do it again because a lot of people spend their self, spend time kicking themselves in the butt, and that's how they end up in these uncomfortable cycles. I keep going back to him, or I keep doing this with her, or I keep doing this with this child, or with my coworker. I feel like I'm in a merry-go-round. Are you? You're not learning the lesson then, and you cannot afford the cost of not learning the lesson or blaming somebody. Well, I learned that don't treat people, don't do this to people. You can't. Stay away from that mindset. Think about you only, not them. He called me stupid. She called me stupid. Don't think about, think about you. How can I not get in this position again? You know, I was giving an example to my husband and son when I was telling them about, you know, not everyone gets the same kind of angry. Like, I get angry and I decide things. So... And I could des- I decide things and I stick to it. That's just not an area of my career. Like, I can really do that in a negative in certain areas too. Like, I decide and I don't, I don't have nothing to do with anything else outside of that, you know. And um, I was telling them that I was in a relationship with this guy that could scream a lot at me. He screamed and talked down to me and all sorts of stuff like that and one day he made me so mad that I wanted to punch him in his face but you know what I did because I don't believe in domestic whatever right 
And I have a, I have a very tamed temper, so it takes a lot for me to be that way. And then I realized, I said, I, I just can't, I just can't afford the cost of what could happen if I get, if this person triggers me in that way constantly. So I need to make a conscious decision. And you know what I did? I took all of that pain and that hurt. And I remember I was crying on the floor, pregnant with my youngest son. And I had a house anklet bracelet on. And I had to go outside to meet the officer who was over my account to watch and make sure I don't try to leave the city or whatever, right? So I got so angry that I sucked in all of the pain and I pushed it towards decision making like a what is that called a reverb like it just pushed like back like a sonic boom and I said out loud by myself I said I will never go through this again I will never be here again and that's how firm I was with myself I was just fed up I was fed up with having to learn things. I never understood the learn things the hard way theory. Like, some people got to learn the hard way. No, I don't want that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be bitten by snakes every time for me to know to leave people alone. And you know what? Smart people, <laughs> smart people see stuff ahead of time and don't need to get bit. You know? And they just, those people are listening to the wind. And I'm telling you, I've had numerous, uh, numerous occasions when it came back to me that um, the person that I thought wouldn't be a good person to work with or that I thought this or that, you know, I thought all of these things. And then I realized, hold up. I was right. I listened to the wind that was around that person, the esque that I got without the physical, you know, what people need, the tangible proof. You don't always need physical proof. You are enough. You are, you are well, you're capable and well equipped to care for yourself. You know. I'm just going to give somebody enough rope to, that's that's a saying in the South. Well, maybe it's just New Orleans. I don't know. I'm used to say it all the time. I'm going to give him enough rope to hang himself. Why would I want to see him get hung? I don't want to watch nobody, you know, get strangled and die. Why do I want, why do I even have to be a part of that? Let somebody else take that on. I don't want to dream about that. You know, think about how we said that in the benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to give you benefits, even though you're giving me doubtful behavior. That's crazy. That's crazy pants USA. Like, why would you, like, you know? So, you know, getting a good loop around, getting a good loop around the lessons that you learn, the good, the bad, the ugly. Take, take time to sit and meditate on that. Take time to sit and meditate on those things what signs you got because if you start paying attention to the signs guess what you're gonna start noticing stuff there's a whole language that's non-verbal that's happening with us all the time and um i want you to tap into it that's what i want i want you to tap into it so we can move on to the next steps 
to help you have a better year. And let me say this, I want to hear back from you. Like, you can send me messages on whatever forum. I'm at Chef Toya on Instagram. Anything, my website, cheftoyabody.com. All of those things you can reach out and tell me. Or if you're listening on uh, the Anchor app, you can send, like, recordings in, voice memos, so I could hear you talk about your change and what's helped you and what you would like to see more of. You know, what topics you would like to hear about. So this is going to be the conclusion of the first episode of this four-week this four-week series that I'm going to do. And it's lessons learned, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And your homework assignment is for you to sit down and list every category, the good things that happen. Don't be generic. Anything that sparked your joy or whatever. And then write down the bad things that happened. And then go back and write the lessons you learned from each one. That takes the sting away. And if you've been hurt, remind yourself, even if you have to write it down on that same paper to say that that stuff happened, it happened, it wasn't personal. It wasn't because I'm not good enough to be cared for or mindful of. Like, it's not it. It's not that. It's just that that person's having their own experience. You just happen to be collided with them, you know. So that's your homework. I want you to take that in. And I got something else for you next week. I always start with unpacking those things first. And then I don't have as much sourness to it, you know. That's just like I was in the nail shop and the woman who was supposed to do my nails, she walked up and she was like, what do you want? What do you want to do with this? And she didn't even realize that she was talking to me in a heavy tone of aggravations, almost as if she was doing my nails for free and I asked her to spot me until two weeks later, you know? She didn't realize, and I just sat there and I, I stood there and I looked at it and I said, well, I don't, I don't know, you know? But when I sat down, I saw how she was feeling bad. You could tell she felt bad about something. And that didn't excuse the behavior, but because I knew it was because I knew it wasn't personal, I immediately went to it not being personal. You know, and once you stop making everything personal, then at that point you can ignite empathy. And if you ignite empathy, you start teetering into agape kind of love. You know? So um I believe this is going to be a beautiful journey, and I can't wait to keep um, dropping nuggets and helping you for the weeks to come. So I hope to hear feedback from you. And remember, again, it's the lessons learned, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya Dash Bodhi, or Cash App, Dollar Sign Toya Bodhi, T O Y A B O U D Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Mm-hmm.